Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here with Aaron Littles from Gale. Hey, Aaron, how are you? Hey, Andy, I'm great. How are you today? Doing great. Pleasure to have you here. Looking forward to our conversation. Oh, same here. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about Gale and what you're doing over there. Wow. So Gail starts with a story about a bottle of ketchup. Uh, about seven and a half years ago, Tony Braswell, the founder and CEO, had been in the staffing industry for well over 20 years, but his son ordered a bottle of ketchup on Amazon. And so Tony got this receipt saying, what are you doing? You bought a bottle of ketchup and the shipping and the cost. And he said, dad, I'll get it tomorrow. I don't have a car. I'm in college. I need ketchup and free delivery. It's Amazon Prime. <laughs> and so one of Tony's staffers had just said, well, that was fun. He had spent 45 minutes on the phone booking two shifts. And Tony realized that we're doing something wrong in how we're staffing people. And so that's where the idea actually kind of spurred in our men's group. We, we meet for Wednesday morning coffee and talk about the Bible and church and things like that. And the founding CTO was at that table. Uh, I was the founding COO at that table. There was another chief HR person at the table. And of course, Tony. So four, four friends actually founded the company to uh, to make Gale and then We've been on a, a rocket ship ever since where that on-demand technology for booking a clinician, putting a person in place for time. And then, of course, we offer daily pay, which is a fantastic benefit for those hero nurses. And then after all that growth, the pandemic hits. And so unfortunately for all of us, we were locked down, but the nursing industry really took off and, and that per diem on-demand nurse was was needed even more. And so Gail saw a lot of uh, exponential growth during that time. And so I was able to lead the team through a lot of that growth and 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 help us survive <laughs> uh, as best we could while just dealing with the uh, the the critical demand for the those wonderful caregivers. I love the story behind this and and what you do. Um, so you're the the chief transformation officer. Tell me what 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 is that and what what sure. do you do there? So in the midst of the pandemic, I wasn't sure if all my nurses were going to get vaccinated and I wanted to keep all my employees hired <laughs> and working. So I said, just in case they don't, let's build a backup platform called Springboard that does non-clinical staffing. And also we had a lot of interest in other verticals that need on-demand technology, access to the gig economy. So I built Springboard and then sure enough, a lot of nurses actually did get vaccinated. So well, I said, well, I have a beautiful app here. And now we've actually gone back and started cross-market it to our clients for their hospitality, like their housekeepers, their dietary aides, their cooks. And now I also acquired a couple companies that do light industrial staffing. So think meat packing plants, warehouses, and we've got some cool things going in the automotive space as well. More to, more to come on that. We'll save that for the next podcast, but uh, a lot of fun things in the non-clinical space. So now you kind of have Gale United where we're going not just from per diem nurse staffing, but also now the gig economy. And so I'm helping lead that whole transformation uh, to that new industry. Very cool. I love it. And and with so many companies needing nurses these days, uh, you know, they're, they're so hard to source for and, uh, and so much competition for that. So tell me a little bit about what a day in the life is like. Uh, you're, you know, you're, you're recruiting for these physicians. Um, Who's the profile of your customer? Uh, are they are they hospitals? Are they uh, clinical offices? Are they right. surgery centers? Right. Well, we have a lot of different divisions, but our our core is actually in the long term care facilities. 
that's where you have so much turnover with with the 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 stress and the burnout from the caregivers the facility administrators and the directors of nursing the 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 ratio of how much turnover there is in that industry is is terrible but that's because everyone's working short staffed and if they're not working short staffed that means the administrators working a little bit extra and the DON's helping too but they're all just going to get burnt out so our our typical nurse is a single mom couple kids uh, about 44 years old and she needs extra income she might even have a full-time job, but it's just not enough to make ends meet. I could talk about gas prices now and inflation and all the different things happening in this post-pandemic environment. It, a gallon of milk is, you know, six dollars. So, so it's not it's not that you can't, they don't want to work or they're not working enough. They're already working, but they need more income, more access. So that's where if they can sort out childcare and pick up a double with me on Saturday and Sunday, now they actually have that extra income, especially since I pay them within eight minutes after their shift is over. So it's a huge benefit. And that's our core demographic, but we do work with surgery centers and some of the other acute settings as well. But uh, we see our, our, our tool and our process being very, very beneficial uh, today in that long-term care space. It's so interesting. I, I know quite a bit about this um, with credentialing and um, talk to me a little bit about that, the credentialing side of this, or are they all locums, tenants, uh, uh, contractors, or how does sure. So, so our process and our thought process behind, especially you got to break down healthcare because it's so big when you say healthcare, yeah. a doctor, maybe a doctor could be a contractor. Maybe a doctor can have his own business and, and set things up properly with the IRS and things like that. But a certified nurse assistant, they're, they're doing, they're the salt of the earth. They're doing God's work and it's a very hard job, but they're being told where to go for eight hours, right? So we believe that's a W-2 employee. We believe that that she needs benefits and access to benefits and we provide those. And so from a credentialing perspective, we make sure everyone's fully credentialed. And actually what we are now is a credentialing company because Gail actually books the shifts. Gail does the staffing component. So all we do is recruit, onboard, and credential. And then even Gail now has automations in it to say what licenses are expiring and things like that to keep all the nurses compliant. So it's it's really credentialing is at our core. We have to make sure that if we can put an ICU nurse in, in California, which is difficult, uh, we can definitely put a certified nurse in, in Florida or even a housekeeper in Ohio. So uh, we take credentialing very, very seriously. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. So they're W two employees with with Gail then, and then Gail has the partnership with your client in that regard. That's how that's structured. That's correct. Because again, those associates, those nurses work uh, forty plus hours sometimes, and if that's spread across different facilities, it's like who, well, what's going on? There's employment laws that if in most states, if you work more than forty hours you're allotted overtime. And I said most states because California and New York and, and some of the others have different regulations and specifically around healthcare where you have the 12 hour shift, you've got to take so many different breaks. And so we want to make sure those, those nurses have all those protections in place. And that's why we just think that the W2 model uh, and combined with the gig economy is the best way to go. I love it. That's such a great uh, solution in this environment, especially such a dynamic one. Um, Talk to me a little bit about uh, the on-demand side of this. I, I find that fascinating and the ability to quickly hire somebody locally in that regard. How do you handle the supply and demand side of that? Sure. It's, it's a balancing act, but what we try to do is match up 
and have a pool of clinicians available and ready. And of course, having, you know, a sub ratio, maybe it's two to one, three to one of nurses available to the clients, because what happens is maybe your nurse is not, maybe she's in school. So she's out of the pool. Maybe another one's already working their full-time job. So if I have three nurses available for every shift open, uh, there's a high likelihood that I'll have coverage. So that makes us, you know, where we're recruiting monster. We hire, (laughs) we hire hundreds and hundreds of nurses every single week, get them fully tested and credentialed through our process because we're not making enough nurses. There's a shortage in healthcare simply because in all the different nursing schools and the nursing programs, fundamentally, we're not adding enough. You layer on a pandemic and in the nature of the work that is very stressful, very physically demanding, that pool and that population of nurses uh, dwindles every every single year. And I think there's a lot of reports on now that are saying because of the pandemic specifically, we're going to see a lot of fall off in that nurse uh, nursing uh, nurses available here in the next few months. So or, you know, going into 2024, I should say, but you get the idea. It's just there's not enough. We're not making them fast enough. Yeah, and and tell me a little bit about the kinds of nurses that you're uh, that you're staffing. Are they uh, are they nurse practitioners? Are they RNs? Are they? Tell me a little bit about the profile. Sure. So right now we're very much actually at the the other end of the spectrum. Those are more of your advanced practitioners. Yeah. Uh, certified nurse assistant is, is doing kind of the grunt work, right? And I can say that because I'm a Marine, so it's a, it's not a, it's not a it's not a derogatory term, but it's just a, it's really hard work having to to move grandma and help her, you know get up to go to the bathroom and, and change diapers and things like that. So it's very hands-on patient care. And then we have a lot of licensed practical nurses, LPNs, that are a little bit more supervisory, may, maybe a little bit more uh, upper echelons of care, more acuity they can handle. And then a, a number of RNs, a number of registered nurses that might pick up some assignments here or they are at the surgery centers, or maybe they're in a supervisor capacity as a director to oversee those LPNs and CNAs. Great. And and are you uh, are, are your nurses traveling or are they all local? We have a little bit of travel. We saw a lot more during the pandemic where you know it was a just it was it was the wild wild west. I hadn't seen anything, and I'm still new to healthcare. It's only my sixth year, but that was just where give me a nurse. I don't care where she's coming from. And we were sending nurses across the country, just <laughs> send them someone. But yeah. for the majority of our our model, we try to match local people with local shifts, and so. It helps from a cost perspective. If you can get someone local to drive five or 10 or maybe 15 extra miles than to fly someone across the country and pay airfare and lodging and and uh, different you know meals and things like that. So we definitely do our best to, to match local reps with local jobs. Yeah, travel gets complicated and there's all those details that you have to track uh, as part of it. So that's, that's great. What, uh, what markets are you servicing? Well, we're in about 43 states right now. So, you know, we've we've made a, a huge impact in a short amount of time. If you can think about that explosive growth starting just in 2016, really, with one state and through some mergers and acquisitions, but a lot of it is actually organic growth to get into really most of the United States right now. And we've even had some travelers in those other seven states, but uh, not a consistent per diem need because not every market can handle a per diem need. You know, some of the populations, you think about Montana and some of the other flyover states like that, where just there's not the density. And so you might have to be more in a travel situation for those types of locations. And tell me a little bit about how you get distribution, how you're getting the word out to both. It's it, your, your marketplace, right? You have 
the, the, the fulfillment on the nurse's side, and then you have also the client side with, uh, uh, with the providers. Um, how are you getting the word out to both? Sure, sure. So in the early days, we were, I would believe we were one of the first platforms that was doing this in the long-term care space. And, you know, our name is is really about our core of who we are. We want to be innovators in modern day nursing, just like Florence Nightingale was an innovator in her time to say, hey, we need to wash our hands. We need to, <laughs> we need to have clean rooms. You know, we need to do some things differently to make sure that people people had quality care. And so our nurses actually connect with that and they connect with the spirit of our company. And so there's a lot of word of mouth because as our clinicians travel a little bit, they say, hey, I just moved to Florida. Is Gail here? Yeah, we're in Florida. And then, oh, I'm, I'm, I have a friend in, in Maryland. Are you guys in Maryland? Yes, we're in Maryland. So you get a lot of those nurses talking to each other. So that's a lot of referral, uh, word of mouth referrals for that. And same thing on the facility side, you know, even though, we we are a technology. What I like to emphasize, Andy, is that you don't want to be just disassociated, disassociated with people, right? Nurses are people. So we want to automate kind of on that pendulum. We want to automate scheduling, but we don't want to automate relationships. So we want to be in the middle where we have a good relationship with our nurses, but we automate the, the tedious manual pieces, right? So that we can kind of still maintain that, hey, you're not just talking to a cold <laughs> mobile app platform. Uh, this is still patient care. This is still nursing. And so, you know, we have relationships both with the clinicians, but also those clients that that maybe they, they get burnt out, they go to different buildings and all of a sudden the DON says, oh, this building doesn't have Gale. We need Gale here as well. So we see a lot of referrals on both sides. So great. It's a, it's a fantastic solution. Um, what's the experience like for a nurse um, on, on her side, on the scheduling side? Do nurses just say, these are the times when I'm available and that goes into your systems and then the long-term providers, facilities uh, that you work with, uh, do they select what what slots they need? Is that simply how it works, or is it? It's it's, it's just that simple. We 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 joke about Uber nowadays because everyone's like, oh. Uber is so simple, but it's really that simple, that Uberization, right? So our nurse sets her availability, what day she's working, what day she's available for additional shifts, because some have full-time jobs, some are going to school, night classes, childcare, you name it. So that narrows down the number of opportunities they'll see naturally, right? And then on the flip side, the client it's just saying, do you want an Uber Black? Do you want an Uber XL? Whatever. But it's like, do you need a CNA? Do you need a nurse? Do you need a, uh, a LPN? And how many shifts do you need them for? And we also have more features for continuity of care that says, hey, I love working with Sally. And then you can, the, the our client can work with Sally right there in the facility to say, oh, Sally, uh, what's the what's your remaining opening schedule? And they can book out, and it's called block booking, to request Sally by name on a consistent basis, because we believe that continuity of care is in twofold. One is having someone show up, right? That's a big deal because if you don't have someone show up, you've lost continuity of care. Then two, even if Sally's only there on Saturdays, that's actually still a layer of continuity. And that matters. My grandfather was in one of the facilities in Georgia and my grandmother called me. She says, Aaron, if I didn't go there, like your grandfather wouldn't have had lunch. And it's like four o'clock, like you know, I didn't have lunch yet today. Like I'm, I'm okay. Cause I just don't need lunch, but that man worked for 50 years. He should be able to have access to lunch, but they were so short staffed. Everyone's running around crazy and he wasn't able to eat. So we want to make sure that it's not just somebody we try to get somebody there 
but we really want to get quality clinicians that, and then if you can get that continuity of care, that's the, the second layer on top of Gail. And after you try people out, do you find those personality matches and those personality fits? You know, a lot of apps actually try to rate their nurses and rate the facilities. And we actually shied away from that for a long time. I don't know if we're going to do it yet, but if you think about it, if I'm a nurse and I see a two next to a, a, a building, I may not go, but actually that building's a two because they need more of nurses. So Every patient matters to us. Every nurse matters to us. And hey, some nurses have a bad day here and there and they just need a day off. You take a day off and come back because okay? we need you tomorrow. <laughs> and so so we don't really do a lot of rating. We, we still hold people accountable and things like that. But, you know, when you think about patient care, I need every nurse available to me, every single one of them. And so we just try to maximize and, and optimize the pool as best we can. Great, great. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the business side. Um, what's your business model? How do you guys charge for your services? Sure. Uh, I was told that we give the Ferrari away for free. And so I said, <laughs> oh, okay, well, we could charge more, right? But because, uh, again, it goes back to the core of our business. We, we actually care about the patients. And so we just have a basic standard markup uh, on top of our pay rate. That's it. The app's free. Like we don't even charge a subscription or all those different things. Uh, and at the time of this recording, right, that could all change. But <laughs> so, but you know, to keep it very, very simple, if you don't use Gale, you don't pay for Gale, and then that's where it's. We you may not commute to work with Uber is what I what I tell clients. But when you need it, it's there in a pinch. You get a flat tire. You want to have yourself set up. And that's what I say. The same thing about Gail. You don't need to have a, a on-demand nurse every single day. But if one of your nurses calls out, gets sick, something happens, isn't it wise to have a backup plan? And that's what I just tell everyone. You want to have a backup plan. Let Gail be that backup for you where there's no gotchas and extra fees and things like that. And if anything, if you find someone that you love on the Gale platform, sure, there's a conversion fee to talk about, but that's because you really love my person so much that you want to hire them on full time. That's about it. So very, very clean business model. And for us, it's just about adding one more nurse, adding one more state, adding one more metro area. And so that's where now we're going to be working on those 43 states to say, okay, how do we go into more metros within the current states that we operate in? And we might do a little bit more growth. Um, we also license the platform for other staffing companies now, because again, if you think about what's happened seven years ago, there was only Netflix. Well, now I was on Apple TV and from Apple TV, I pick Netflix one night, Paramount Plus one night, Hulu, Pro, Hulu, Amazon. So now there's so much more competition. So we said, you know what? Let's make our, our administrators' lives easier. Let's make our DON's life easier and allow other licensees to come use Gale so they can still use Gale at the facility. And now we just add more nurses to it. And so we're aggregating all these different uh, staffing companies under one platform so they don't have to go everywhere. And, and imagine when you go to the airport, Andy, you don't say, okay, let me go on Uber, Lyft, Turo, and whoever gets me a, a car first wins. Mm -hmm. You don't do, we don't do it that way, right? We just say, okay, I'm going to take Uber in this city, but in Denver, I take Lyft. That's just what I do. And so that's, that's it. You just pick your platform. So that's what we're trying to do now from a business perspective. And that's how we've planned on having additional growth. Makes a lot of sense. And is there a path to go from this hourly on-demand kind of rate to a full-time? So if somebody falls in love with their, uh, their, their nurse that they hired through you, is there a path to say, hey, we want to hire this person full time? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And we want, we want that. We want that. And, and you, we, we, we absolutely love those situations that happens. It happens every once in a while. And because you have to think about it from our side too, Andy, we're recruiting in people from an on-demand perspective. So they're not always looking for full-time work, but sometimes they graduate school, a situation changes, maybe they lose their full-time job and they've already been working consistently with Gail then it's an easier transition for them back into additional full-time work. So we do see that. We love it because, again, we just want to make sure that whatever we can do to help patients get quality care, that's that's the heart of our company. And, and making money is a byproduct. We should be a nonprofit for what we do here because uh, <laughs> making money is not like the first <laughs> goal of, you know, Gail every day. Like, how much money did we make last week? It's <laughs> it's about how many patients that we touch. Uh, you know, we try to hit like, you know, uh, 75,000 patients per day is our, our usual goal. And that's what we actually measure. We don't measure like, you know, <laughs> how many how many how many dollars did we make last week? That's important. We talk about that a little bit, but you get the idea. I do. And it's such a great way to drive a business. When you, when you focus on the higher good, everything else follows and and you end up delivering this outstanding service. And it's not it's not a good service. It's a great service. And that's really the difference that I see in companies that go from good to great in that. Absolutely. Yeah. And we see that we see that too in the hallways because everyone's bought into, I'm, I'm wearing it right now, this little wristband that says one more, right? Everyone's bought into that, that overall mission of the company is to get one more nurse to take care of one more patient to help one more client. So when we had that one more philosophy, everyone's focused on how do we, how many people do we serve today? Oh, did we hit 75? Okay, great. And then next week, let's hit 80, you know, because we want to continue to grow and help more people. And that, that, that it's just a different vibe than saying, well, we want to make X and X and amount of revenue. Yeah, we need to make revenue. We got to make revenue, but everyone knows that. So it's, it's like, let's, let's appeal to our, us as humans. We've all had stories, Andy, of, you know, my grandfather was in this facility and Tony's father was in this other facility. Everyone has those stories and, and we want to connect with our associates, our nurses that we're here in the fight with you and we want to help you not have to work short staffed. Yeah, you're definitely giving a shot in the arm to healthcare. That's for sure. Doing our best every single day. I love it. I love it. So let, I guess my last question for you here is uh, what would you like to be celebrating a year from now? Oh, wow. A year from now, I, I, there's so many things in the works for Springboard. I know we haven't talked about that <laughs> much, but but Gail's got a lot of cool things going where we hired a new chief technology officer from Google. He's rebuilding the entire platform. We're going to add more automation. Again, the goal is to make our nurse's life easier, to narrow down where she wants to work, her favorites, her preferences. We want to hire her easier. And I say her, we've got about 7% male, so uh, her and him. But you get the idea. We want to make that nurse journey so much easier. And then for Springboard, we just want to get the word out about this beautiful platform that can help advance the gig economy in the same way that we've just done it for, for Gail. So a lot of things to be excited about, Andy. And uh, if I'm here next year, that's the first one. I just want to make sure stay healthy and <laughs> there you stuff happen. I love it. I love it, Aaron. Well, congratulations to your success so far. And it sounds like you're about to explode with both Springboard and Gail. Absolutely. Really I know it's been been fun, fun journeys. And, uh, you know, I've got such a great team, a great mentor in Tony Braswell, but but everyone at Gale HQ, everyone, the virtual cloud for Gale. We've got a lot of remote team members, but uh, it's one big, huge, happy family that that works really, really hard on some really big missions. So we're just excited. Congratulations. That's really exciting. 
Aaron Linnells from Gale. Go to usegale.com to download the app. And uh, thank you so much, Aaron. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.